Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Sugar Coated Murder Podcast, a brilliant true crime podcast hosted by two zany sisters, all while baking up delicious treats in their kitchen. Here are your podcast hosts, Karen Devaney and Ann Varner. He's on the run from the law, falsely accused of murdering his... Wait. Got my scripts mixed up here. Uh, Here we go. This makes more sense. The Movie Wire Podcast with host Justin Henson. Hear Justin's movie verdict wherever you listen to podcasts. Tune in to the Movie Wire today. We are back again. Ahoy! Ahoy, matey. (laughs) I didn't realize we were on the good ship lollipop, but I guess we are. (laughs) We're back. We're back again. We're back at it. We're just, we keep doing this. We just keep doing it. We keep, there's no, there's no making us go away. Stopping us. There's no getting rid of us. We're just just going to be there. We're We're just just going to be there. on showing up. And that's what we do because we ain't got nothing else to do. Well, I mean, what the hell else are we going to do? <laughs> no, nothing. I have no idea. I can't imagine. No. I really don't. Anywho, I there just want to say. Let's hear it. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we both have on pink shirts. What oh, color pants do you have on? Uh, navy blue. Okay, mine are green. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess because we haven't been spending as much time together, which to most people would still be like way too much time for <laughs> sisters. But when yeah, we were writing the, the book, day, it was like we every single day. When we went to the grocery store, we were dressed alike. Exactly alike. Yeah. And I think it's because we're not spending as oh, much is that time what together. It is? And so now we're like... We're back in that we're back where we in used that, to be. Yeah, we're, we're just like showing up dressed alike. It's like insane. And Bobsy twins like Mama used to try to make us look like all the time. <laughs> Only she would on sew Easter. us clothes. I love no, it. Oh, she used to make us clothes. And they matched. <laughs> and it was not okay. You get one pattern. Yeah. And you get one <laughs> bolt of... Fabric, fabric and you make it work. That's right. <laughs> she did what she could do. She made that shit work. <laughs> that is what mama did. Well, mama did it. That's what mamas do. They just make, make it that work. shit work. <laughs> so it's my turn to talk about murder, which means it's your time for the bacon. I'm doing bacon. What are you oven shoving today? I took a couple of recipes and merged. They merged. You did a mash, I merged. A, a smash. A, a recipe smash. smash. <laughs> I'm making blueberry muffins, and I don't want to uh, make boring blueberry muffins because you've been on a blueberry muffin cake. I am on a tear. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah, I guess I am maybe just craving antioxidants in the form of a muffin. I don't know. I don't know. know. I'm not a huge fan of the blueberry, so um, I so am. I know. Then I remembered, you know, one time we made those strawberry muffins, and they were so good. But it's this recipe on Once Upon a Chef that the base for the muffins is killer. I don't think I'll ever use another base for a muffin again. I agree. You And you can do anything. I was thinking strawberry, banana, chocolate chip. Like, you can do anything with yeah. that yep. base. Mm-hmm. And that base is, I mean, the... Oh, it's God, just perfect. Just, it's the crumb. And it's not overly sweet. Because I, when I eat a blueberry muffin, I like to taste... The blueberry. The blueberry. Right. Yes. I don't want to hold I'm worried about sugar. my blueberries because when I poured them into my batter, they seemed kind of hard. I'm hoping they're going to soften up when they bake. Oh, yeah. They do. But 
Um, I found another recipe for blueberry jam muffins. So that's my jam at muffins. the end. Like once you put your muffins in their little hole pan thing, uh-huh. before you put them in the oven, you put like a like a teaspoon from your drawer uh-huh. of blueberry jam. Whatever other kind of blueberry jam, and I can't wait to do this to the strawberries when the strawberries come in. I'm going to do the strawberry jam just to add a little bit of extra. Flavor, zing, something a little bit different. That recipe, let me see. That one came from Bountiful Kitchen, a Bountiful Kitchen. She does a blueberry muffin and she puts the jam on her. She also puts a lemon zested sugar on top of hers. I didn't do that Mm, because I don't don't want to mix the, I don't want to mix the lemon with my blueberry. I know some people like to do that. I just think where. If you have a rind on your fruit, it does not. It should not go with another fruit that's just got a bare skin. No, that's weird. You're weird. <laughs> I think we can all agree at this point that I you're know. just like I don't weird. like a fruit salad because they just mix all the different skinned fruits and it upsets me. Right. Like yeah. when you put melon, which is a rind fruit, in with the blueberries and the strawberries. I don't like that. I don't like it. And I want my nanners separate mm. because they tend to get a little brown and slimy in a fruit salad. I feel like whoever's making your fruit salad is <laughs> not doing a good job. And well, maybe we need to rethink. Like, I don't really like fruit salad. I love a fruit salad. I like, if it's the right fruit. I like a fruit tray (laughs) where I can control who touches whom. Understood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for this one, I just plopped some blueberry jam (laughs) on top of the blueberry muffins and I'm shoving them in my oven and we're going with it. That's good. So we will post both links in the show notes. Yeah. And it said that this makes 12 muffins, but I had enough to make 15 muffins. I don't know what I did wrong, but we're just going to see how it all works out. Maybe muffin tin up as far as they they expected you to. Maybe not. We'll see. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I don't know. I didn't want to overfill them because I don't want them to overflow in my oven. I agree. If you're going to be shoving in your oven, you don't want to shove into a dirty oven. God, no. That's just gross. disease. So I'm getting ready to put my muffins in the oven. They take 30 minutes to cook. That's a long time for a muffin, right? I feel like it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because it's so full and the it's batter is so bursting. Thick. It's thick. Just bursting. Bursting. I love a bursting. Yeah, so we're going to be having warm blueberry muffins oh, here in a little bit. That's but my love language. While my oven shoving is taking place, what are you going to do? Just I'm sit gonna there? I'm going to tell you about a horrible situation. Okay. It's just real bad. If you're calling it bad, I think <laughs> yeah. I better brace myself. You're going to have to buckle up, buttercup. <laughs> So today we will explore the darkest side of human nature as I bring you the story of Brandy Stevens Rosine, a young woman whose life was taken in a brutal love triangle. Oh no, I hate a love triangle. I know. In an interview with Crime Watch Daily, Brandy's mother, Carrie, described her daughter as a very happy child with a contagious, outgoing energy that people just loved. Her friend Christy described Brandy as selfless and clever and quick-witted and devoted in her love for others. Aw, that's nice. Her friend Sarah said Brandy was a wonderful human. As a teenager in high school, Brandy struggled with her identity. But when she got to college, she felt accepted and she flourished. Nice. College um, is like a whole, a whole you get another ball of wax. Yourself. If you go to the right college, I agree. If you go to college with all your high school friends, you you don't get to do that. Or if you go to a very small, private, all female college, <laughs> you probably don't get to do That's that. That's not either. true. I got to reinvent myself. I didn't feel like I could. Oh, nobody. At but that my college school was really... smaller than yours. Mine was only yeah. two year. Yours was four. That's true. I just felt like I got to be the who I wanted to be. Right. 
when I got there. Nobody knew my backstory. They didn't know my people. They didn't know any of the gossip or rumors, which, by the way, were all true. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just saying. But still, Mean Girls. I mean, it's hard. Yeah, I, for me, it was hard. A, I think that you get clicks. in a. Well, I think yes. when you're in an all-girls school, you definitely get clicks yeah. anyway. Yeah. But I think you get kind of clicks everywhere you go in life. Oh, maybe. Yeah, because I know... Um, you know, there there are cliques in, in larger colleges, too. Yeah, sure. On May 17th, 2012, Brandy, who was a 20-year-old sociologist. You should have known. Sociology student. <laughs> Damn it. At Youngstown State University in, in Hawaii? No, I don't know. It's totally Hawaii. Ohio. <laughs> I'm trying to be so serious. I wrote this out so that I would get all the words. I'm not getting them. Well, why would you do that? I just thought that I needed the right words. But that didn't work for you ever. (laughs) Obviously. Why change it now? I agree. So, Youngstown State University is, in fact, in Ohio. Ohio. She disappeared from her home in Beaver Township, Pennsylvania. Brandy had told her friends that she was going to see her ex, Jade. Her friends were concerned for Brandy because even though she and Jade had broken up, Brandy was having trouble disengaging from the relationship. The relationship ended when Jade had stolen money, money, not Monday. You can't steal money. If you could steal Monday, I wouldn't mind. Right. But she had stolen money from Brandy and a left town with it. Oh, wow. But wow. In, nice. Yeah, yeah, Real nice. One way to end a relationship. Wow. But in her generous spirit, Brandy thought Jade just had some issues that she needed to work through and she was still a good person. Oh my God. Brandy's friends and family felt Jade was using her because of her devotion to her and they felt her feelings had become a vulnerability. Yeah. So when Brandy got a message from Jade that she needed her to come to her home and help her, Brandy did not hesitate to go. But she told her grandmother she was going to see a different friend. Oh, no. Oh, Brandy. At the time, Jade was living with her new girlfriend. Mm, I did not say that right. Ashley. (laughs) I had spelled her name Nashley. (laughs) Her girlfriend, Ashley, over 75 miles away from where Brandy was living. Oh, my gosh. As she got further and further into the isolated wooded area. Oh, no. Brandy texted her friend and said she had a funny feeling about this, but continued on. <gasps> no, turn around, Brandy. No. She then texted her friend the address of where she was going with a message that said, just in case. Oh, no. She really was not having a good feeling. That was the last time anyone heard from Brandy. When Brandy did not return home that night nor the next morning, her grandmother reached out to Brandy's mom, who had not heard from her either. Oh, man. They immediately reported her missing. Brandy was a diabetic, and they feared she may have had a medical emergency because she had left her insulin at home. Oh, no. She was not answering anyone's calls or texts. Oh, my gosh. Then, on May 18th, a letter was delivered to Brandy's mom. What? The letter was from her killer. Oh, my God. And it taunted her family with the knowledge that their beloved Brandy was dead. Oh, my God. That's really diabolical, don't you think? Yeah. Just really, really cruel. On May 20th, Brandy's friend Christy set out to find her. She used the address Brandy had texted her, and she drove, and she drove, and she drove. By the time she found the area, it was getting dark. Oh, no. She said she came upon a dirt road that made her feel uneasy. She saw no tire tracks or Brandy's car, so she turned around and left. Brandy's mom 
used a location app to find Brandy's to try to find Brandy's phone. Right. So it pinged at a house in Meadville, Pennsylvania. Brandy went to the ho the host. <laughs> Louise. I don't even know who Louise is. (laughs) The people at that house told them they did not know Brandy. She flooded that area with missing posters of her daughter to no avail. Around the same time, Brandy's friend Sarah disclosed that Jade's new friend Ashley, so this is like Oh, wow. Like, you've got to put pens and strings. Yeah, and we need a murder like to board. Try to, we need For a murder sure. board to try to figure out how all these people, who they are and how they be connected. Right. Her friend Sarah disclosed that Jade's new girlfriend, Ashley, had posted some ominous messages on social media a couple of months before. Oh. At the time, Sarah just chalked them up to typical jealousy of a new girlfriend over the ongoing friendship between Jade and Brandy. But now, with Brandy missing, Sarah thought they were more serious. Ashley had posted some hateful stuff about Brandy, ending with, I hope I get to kill her before the diabetes dies. What? Who says that? Who says that? So a really gross, nasty, evil person that's got scum in their heart. Gosh. Yeah. That's just not okay. Yeah. So this information was turned over to the police. The, the address of where Brandy was headed, the last ping from her phone, the letter, and the hateful social media messages all turned over to police. Right. So then police went to the house. Eventually, they went to the house of the address that Brandy had texted her friends when she was like, I don't feel real good about this. Right. The first time they went, they, they were met by Ashley's dad. Oh. It was a house that Ashley and Jade lived in with Ashley's parents oh and the dad said that the girl had not been there he was real sorry that that the girl had not brandy Brandy had not shown up okay but they ended up going back later Mm -hmm. and discovered that brandy's car was actually parked in the garage (gasps) the dad was in on it too i don't know then things kind of took a turn and they thought well i think we need to start looking for a body yeah so they brought in cadaver dogs, and on May 23rd, Brandy's body was found in a shallow grave just yards away from the house that Jade and Ashley shared with Ashley's parents. Oh, my gosh. Eventually, the autopsy would show that Brandy had blunt force trauma to the head, 15 lacerations to her scalp, <gasps> a skull fracture, and a rope around her neck. Oh, my gosh. But that's not the worst of it. What the hell? I mean, it's just Sorry, horrible. Mama. It's this is a bad one, Mama. So you might want to just turn it off because we're gonna be cussing because mm. this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I told you ahead of time, Mama. Don't say that. Don't say it, Mama. <laughs> don't you? And don't call me either. Don't call me. I told you I was gonna cuss. Ashley Barber and Jade Olmstead mm-hmm. were arrested for Brandy's murder. As the investigation progressed, it was revealed that Brandy was involved in a type of love triangle with the two women. I'm not buying that. Yeah, it sounds like she didn't know she was in a triangle. I think that, exactly. I think she had no idea she was in a triangle. She was just trying to She still had some tender feelings for Jade that she was holding on to. There was even an example they gave that, that she had driven from Pennsylvania to Baltimore because Jade was in Baltimore and needed a ride somewhere, and she actually drove to Baltimore to take Jade where she needed Lord to go. Have like mercy. she was going way out of her way. So I feel like her feelings were a little bit more than just 
I feel like she just couldn't let go. Right, right. And she was making herself as available as possible to Jade in hopes that something would rekindle. And Jade was just using and her. Jade was just using her whilst, because I'm yeah. British, whilst <laughs> in a relationship with Ashley. Right. And then Ashley doesn't understand the dynamic that's going on between Brandy and Jade. Right. It's all, and you've got a lot of estrogen right there. Yeah. There's a lot of estrogen and... Mean girls. Yes. Mean, and mean girl stuff. Yes. Mean girl itis. Brandy was involved in a love triangle with the two women and jealousy and obsession led to the premeditated gruesome murder. When police searched the house, they found a diary of Jade's where she had written about the plot <gasps> and the crime. Oh my God. Wrote it down. Jade. Yeah. When interviewed, the two kept saying Brandy had never shown up. They didn't, they didn't, she never showed up. We don't know what happened. She didn't text. She didn't call. Blah, blah, blah. But I did write something in my diary. I might have ignore written something that. down about a crime and a plot and how it was a perfect crime. No, just ignore, ignore that. Ignore that. Just tell, I'm telling you what you need to know right now. Right. But then when police revealed to them that they had found Brandy's car in their garage. Oh, yeah. The story I changed. I tell you about that. <laughs> so the story changed and what Jay came up with was that... Brandy had shown up and parked her car in the garage. Who does that? Right. And then took left on foot to go meet some mystery woman named uh, Jamie. Of course. Yes. And they never saw her again. No, because that's just exactly. like Brandy. That's yeah, and just that's what, what Brandy anybody would do. Would do. Of you course. would drive 75 miles out of your way to go put your car in somebody else's gay garage. Right. And then you set out on foot to meet a mystery woman. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, because in the middle of the woods. Like this isn't like this yeah. doesn't even make sense. Right. But here's what Ashley said. Ashley said that her dad had met was mad that Brandy's car had been left at their house and he went and confronted Brandy um out in the woods and he got mad because Brandy looked like a boy and he didn't like that. So they got in a scuffle and he hit her with a shovel. Oh my God. That was Ashley's new story. She just sold her daddy right down the river. Just oh my sold God. Her right down the river. Yeah, she's like, oh, oh. Daddy hit her with a shovel. Found her car when daddy hit her with a shovel. He didn't like that she looked like a boy. What? Are you serious? He's got a gay daughter. Like, what, what are you talking going about? on? Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. I've seen pictures of Ashley. She is no prize. Oh, Lord. She looks like she's been road hard, put up wet. Oh, Lord. Like, she has seriously, she has aged way beyond her 20 oh, years. No. Just going to say. Oh, no. She's, she's a hardened looking person. <laughs> the years were not kind to her. No, her short 20 years had not been kind. <laughs> no. Actually, I think she was 18. Oh, God. When this all went down. But, whew, she's, mm-mm. I'm just saying. She's not a looker. That's Jade's new story. That's Ashley's new story. I got it. Okay. Does dad, does dad have a story? Dad does not have a story. Okay. So once the diary of Jade's was found, they then had to come up with an even better story because Jade had written that they had pulled off the perfect crime and would never be caught. Oh. There was also evidence that Ashley had written the note to Brandy's mother. Oh, that, my gosh. Can you imagine? That letter stated, I... Sorry, Mama. I'm reading it verbatim. Just, just go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking killed your 20 year old mistake. She deserved it. Oh my gosh! At this point, Jade ends up confessing to what happened and pleaded guilty. And once Ashley discovered that 
Jade had caved. She yeah, she's in. like, I don't have any choice. She's like, I gotta cave. I gotta do it. I gotta cave too. So here's what happened on that fateful day that Brandy Stevens Rosine was maliciously taken from this earth, and I said, but down in her youth. Oh, no. I think it's supposed to be cut. I can't even find the right words when I'm typing. <laughs> I need a, a wordologist. Yeah. <laughs> I need word therapy. We're gonna, one one week we'll, we'll write out our murder, and then we'll swap. And see if we can make, sense, we can of make sense of them. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be hysterical. <laughs> cut down in her youth. Just so, not butt down in her but youth. But she was down. cut down. And I actually said B-U-T-T. Oh, no. It's it's not okay. Oh, no. The murderous pair had lured Brandy to the house. Jade greeted Brandy and lured her into the woods near the home where she that she shared with Ashley and Ashley's parents to see a crude fort that she and Ashley were building. Oh. She was like, come in and see our fort. Oh. You know, and Brandy, sweet thing that she is. She's like, okay. 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 So Ashley was hiding there. And at the fort, the two assholes began punching and kicking Brandy. And they stuffed <gasps> a, a knit cap that was from the movie Saw into her mouth to stop her pleading for her life and screaming because her screams were freaking them out. Oh, my God. How about stop hitting her? Right. That's one way to make the screams go away. Then Brandy was knocked to the ground. Which is when Ashley put a rope around her neck and strangled her while Jade alternately hit her in the head with a shovel and helped choke her. Oh, so the dad didn't hit her. The dad wasn't even around. He's still at home going, what the Sam hell? He's probably at work trying to make a living to pay for the house that these two freeloaders are living in. Jeez. Leave the daddy out of it. He didn't do anything. Ashley also repeatedly bra- brashed flipping. I'm not getting through it. I'm not getting through it. I don't know. There are no answers. There are no answers. What is that? Brash? Blash. Not blashed. Son of a bitch. Shit. Bashed. 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 Brandy. That's the problem. It's two B's in a row. I can't do that. Ashley repeatedly bashed Brandy's head against a stump. And told police that a bruise on her own forehead came from headbutting Brandy. What? I'm telling you, this woman is just out of control. They are just, I mean, they're beating the shit out of this girl. And it's pissing me off. Ashley then sat on the victim's back with her knee in her spine, pulling her head back with the rope and letting, and then letting it go to hit the stump. Oh, my God! That's what they're doing. Please tell me they have been sentenced to death. And at the same time... Jade is hitting her with a shovel. Oh, God. Hopefully, Brandy has passed out and is unaware at this point. That's my hope. That's my hope, too. That's my hope. Next, Ashley and Jade rolled Brandy into a shallow grave that they they had prepared for her near the fort. So, this is a little bit premeditated, would you think? Yeah. When they saw that she was still breathing, they threw a large rock on her face and poured water in her mouth and nose trying to drown her. Oh, my God. Eventually, they just gave up because they were tired, and they shoveled dirt over Brandy and buried her. Alive. The results of the autopsy showed that that Brandy suffocated on the dirt, buried alive. Oh, my gosh. Jade and Ashley then burned some of Brandy's belongings, as well as some of their own clothes that they bloodied during the killing, according to the investigator. Mm. They buried the bloody rock in one of their blood-soaked Ohio State University. They had a hoodie. So, Ohio State 
university probably is not proud of that. Right. <laughs> and they took the saw cap. Remember yeah. I told you about yeah. that? They took that. They buried that with Brandy. Right. But before they did that, they admitted that the black hat had been used to pick up what Ashley referred to as meat. Or brains. Oh, no. To put it into the grave. Good grief. These people are so disgusting. They are. I don't even know why you did this one. Because Brandy needs her story told. I understand. That's why. Brandy did not deserve this. She was nothing but a good person. Nothing but a devoted friend. Oh, my gosh. Both of these monsters were sentenced to life in prison without parole. They'll never get it's out of jail. It's not enough. It's not I know, enough. but just know that they were 20 and 21 when they went into jail. I don't care. But I just feel like they probably are enjoying jail. I hope Because they're, they're evil. Jails. They're not in the same jail. Good. No. The tragic death of Brandy Stevens Rosine is a reminder of the dangerous consequences of jealousy and obsession. It's a chilling example of how love and passion can turn deadly. Christy and Brandy's Christy and some of Brandy's other friends want her to be remembered as the kind of best friend that everyone would love, would have loved to have. So that's how we remember Brandy. That's how we remember her. Rest in peace, Brandy. My golly, that I mean, rough. That was a rough one, but I've been sitting on this story for a few or a few episodes, but I just it was hard to. To research it and read it, it was really difficult. Right. But I just I just kept coming back to Brandy needs her story told. Yeah. Brandy was a really, really good person. Like, she was nothing but a loving, devoted friend. Right. Who really was in the, it just, I'm not even going to say in the prime of her life. She was in the beginning of her yeah, life. Yeah, she didn't get a chance to hit her prime. She didn't. And she was flourishing. She was a sociology and psychology major. She was going to go out and do good for people. And they took that away from the whole world. Assholes. Sorry, Mama. Assholes. They were true assholes. Assholes. Yes. (laughs) I don't like them. No. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And now I'm going to sugarcoat it with some blueberry muffins. And that's the best news I have received all freaking day. (laughs) I'm just so excited to get this into my mouth. It smells so good when they bake. And the nice thing about this recipe is the top gets really... Brown, not like burnt looking, but just golden, golden. brown. So you mm. know that muffin top is just going to be a little bit crisp, and then it's going to be fluffy on the I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. And then you're going to get trout all the Oh, shit. <laughs> I can't even have fun. No. <laughs> so let's try it and see how we think. Okay. the blueberries cooked all the way they're not oh it smells so good i just want to the jam just kind of melts in it's just it like there's um there's like rivers of jam yes you know in some places it's actually a canyon of jam (laughs) (laughs) a jam canyon a jam canyon yes and the three one that i did i had three extras but i needed to let the ones in my muffin pan cool and i think my other muffin pan might be at your house but don't go accusing now. No, I really do. Think. Don't go accusing. <laughs> don't be accusing people. Like, listen to what the hell she's doing now. She's accusing. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> now, you need to just stop it. All right, how about my muffin pan and my other muffin pan is at your house? No, it's not. Yeah, it is. So, <laughs> I think you used it the other day, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> So I used my square brownie pan. That's fine. And the funny thing is, when I, I, I'm looking at them, 
the jam melted into these muffins. So there's not like a big puddle of jam on top. It's like a hidden river. It's like a hidden river. It's like a secret river. <laughs> the square ones have a secret. Like an underground river. <laughs> yes. Wow, I don't know what that's called, but I think there's called something. A something. It's a something. Yeah. Wow. So taste it. Tell me what you think. I love it. Oh, I gosh. just love that. I love the, the um, yeah, I was just going to say I love this crispy top. Yeah. I love a muffin top. Me too. Mm. Me too. Oh my God. So good. Mm, I got a big blueberry. <laughs> Just But I also got the blueberry jam. Oh yeah. At the same time. So good. Here's something I will tell you. I love it with butter. Well, I was, oh my God. I was going to say, it doesn't even have to have butter. No, I, just, I like the butter. I mean, of course I would like the bottle, too. <laughs> but I'm just saying, holy shit. I know. That's what I'm saying. What's that place that we went to in Florida that one time that grills their muffin oh, shops? Oh, Java Joint. Oh, my gosh. that These would be really good that way. I love that place. If anybody ever goes to Flagler Beach, Florida, you have to go find the Java Joint. It is just this little place that looks over the ocean. It's so cute. It's adorable. And they've got all this seating outside, or you can see sit inside, which is what I prefer to do because I feel like we have evolved and we no longer need to eat outside. <laughs> they, you can order a muffin. We usually do the French toast muffin. Yes. Yeah, so and good. they split it and then they butter it and grill it on their flat oh, top. So good. And bring it to you like that. And it is, oh, whoa, whoa. I thought you had gas. <laughs> well, this is really, really good. Yeah. It's a keeper of a recipe. Mm, Y'all need to get this recipe. It's jamming. It, it's a jamming muffin. You're, you're doing that. You're eating with oh, your mouth shit. open. Mm, I'm sorry. Well, I don't care. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and tell y'all about some social, social media. media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got email. We love to get email. Yeah. We like to get feedback. Uh, our email address is birder.sugarcoated at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> We also, we wrote a book. We yes. did. We wrote a book. It's called Click, Click, Click. And yes. it's about a murder that takes place in our hometown. That we got an inside scoop on what happened with the murder. Yeah. And you can find that on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Yes. And if you read it, please go on and throw us some stars. Listen guys, we've sold over 600 books, so we know that people have read it, so we need some stars. We need stars. We need some stars. Be a star thrower. That's, oh, that's just our theme like, for the year. Shuffle the stars. Throw them out there. Throw them out there. Go Be out generous and, and, with your stars. And rate our podcast, even. That'd be great. Oh, we could really use it. We haven't had a rating for so long. It's been forever. It really has. And that rating helps us with visibility, and it helps us jump up in the charts a little bit, which helps more listeners find us. And that's that's all we want. I mean, we're not asking for a lot. Just give us some damn stars. <laughs> Don't be stingy with the Don't stars. Don't be star stingy. <laughs> so um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. Oh, my God. I got a Twitter account. I'm now a tweeter. I know. She's a Twitter. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I only follow, like, I think maybe nine people. <laughs> well, look at your, tonight, at first it was just four. I know. No, I added some people. Good. Good for you. Yeah, I was watching that dang South Carolina trial. I couldn't Oh, gosh, it. y'all. That was, that was huge. And all of the inside information came off of Twitter. Absolutely. I had no idea. 
Yeah. All kinds of, we'll talk about that maybe on our next podcast. Yeah. We haven't really talked about it on our podcast at all. No. Because there are plenty of people that are covering it, but we have seen a common thread between that small town and the small town that we grew it's up in. It's creepy. It's so, so creepy. It probably would be yes, worth a chat. it would be worth a chat. And I got to tell you, now that the trial is over, it's been kind of a letdown. So I just now just put court TV on oh. in the background. <laughs> it makes me feel good. Today there was the they're they were covering a murder out of Florida called the Ice Cream Man murder. Oh. It's a retrial. Oh. The judge is a no bullshit judge. Love and it. he threatened them he threatened them lawyers today with a mistrial. Good job. Because they weren't getting along. He so I'll just call a mistrial. There you go. He he's not putting up with their stuff, so I mean he's no Clifton Newman, just so you know. But he was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um what else? I don't know. Just everybody love us. We <laughs> We just really need y'all to love us. Love us. Because Don't we be need mean. love. Don't be mean. Well, we need love. We, yeah, we everybody crave needs love. love as much as I crave blueberry muffins. Oh my and that's goodness. huge. Yes. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening once again. And we'll see y'all next time. Yeah. On the I airwaves. Hope that everybody out there remembers to stay sweet and don't murder. Because if you kill people, we will talk about you and we will call you a mama plug your ears motherfucker. This has been Sugar Coated Murder Podcast. A deliciously entertaining true crime podcast. Like what you heard? You can always explore past episodes by visiting sugarcoatedpod.com. Don't forget to like our Facebook fan page and share with friends. Thanks for listening to Sugar Coated Murder Podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.